We're for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Is smoking the only way to get lung cancer? Learning more about this disease and the available treatment options will help you get the answers that you need. My guest is Dr. Christine Law. She's board-certified thoracic surgeon who specializes in treating lung and esophageal cancers at UVA Cancer Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Law. So most people associate lung cancer with smoking. Is that the only cause of lung cancer? Are there other causes? Well, it's, it's really great to be on the, on the show. And smoking is by far the leading risk factor for lung cancer. Um, in the early 20th century, uh, lung cancer was much less common than it is it is today because of all the because of the manufacturing of cigarettes. So at least 80% of lung cancer deaths are thought to be a result of smoking. But other things can cause lung cancer: cigar smoking, pipe smoking. That's obvious. Um, that's very similar to um, cigarette smoking. Secondhand exposure to smoke can um, can cause uh, lung cancer. Radon, which is very um, in very small levels outdoors, but inside higher levels of radon have been associated with lung cancer. Asbestos exposure in the workplace has been associated with lung cancer, and uh, other types, including mesothelioma, with asbestos, not just the standard types of lung cancer that we see. Um, there are other things that are more you know rare. Diesel exhaust has been somewhat associated with it. Radioactive ores such as uranium. Uh, other types of uh, chemicals or minerals have been associated with it. More commonly now, we're seeing cities with air pollution have higher risks of uh, lung cancer, uh, people who have been exposed to radiation to their lungs, and then a personal or family history of lung cancer. They have a higher risk of developing a second lung cancer or developing lung cancer. So what are some of the best steps? And you mentioned smoking as one of the main causes, but what are some of the best other steps that we can do to prevent lung cancer. Does exercise, for example, Dr. Law, does that help to reverse some of the effects that smoking or radon or any of these other pollutants might have had on our systems? Are there ways to actually prevent it? There have been a couple studies looking at um, various minerals to prevent or vitamins to prevent lung cancer. None of them have panned out. Exercise and a healthy kind of lifestyle is always good for um, you know, any, any, any person, but really you need to avoid, the big thing is to avoid um, smoking and then to get your house tested for radon. Asbestos is much less common in the workforce today, but we still see it in patients who were exposed to it even 30 or 40 years ago. So there really aren't good prevention other than avoidance of the uh, risk factors. So what are some of the common symptoms? You know, people always think of the coughing and they you know, vision people with oxygen. What are some symptoms that might send someone to the doctor to even get that lung cancer found? That's now that's a great question. Usually, symptoms of lung cancer don't appear until the disease is quite advanced, and it's usually non-curable by the time patients present with symptoms. Symptoms such as weight loss, even hemoptysis, um, bone pain. These can be signs that the tumor is quite advanced. So often. Um, patients are even, or even something like an infection where they come in and they have had a chronic infection, they may have a lung cancer that's actually been the cause of that. So it's unfortunate, but those patients are often quite advanced by the time they present. So when we see cancer that's curable, it's often found by just a routine chest x-ray for another reason. They come in for a hernia surgery and they get a chest x-ray. 
There is new evidence that lung cancer screening in patients who meet very specific criteria that does help detect it early. So I think the best thing to do is if you have smoked or you are currently smoking, that you let your doctor know and you talk with them about lung cancer screening um, because that's a relatively new, uh, it's a CT scan and it's relatively new on the um, on the horizon. I think it, it has been shown to decrease uh, deaths from lung cancer. What's involved in the screening? In, the screening is done at most centers. UVA has a lung cancer screening program and you basically call a number and if you fit in a certain criteria, they will get you in for a CT, a low-dose CT scan. And that scan will scan your lungs and look for any small nodules. So patients who um, have smoked for, you know, 30-pack years, if they're over 55, they still smoke or have smoked, they should really be contacting their primary care doctor to arrange um, for them to get a lung cancer screening study. So that's really great advice because if, you know, if you've been a smoker, even if you're a reformed smoker, something to ask your doctor about getting lung cancer screening because it could help you to find it early enough. You mentioned the word, Dr. Law Cure. At what point and stage, if lung cancer is found early enough, can it be treated successfully? It sure can. I mean, that's that's the goal. If we can find lung cancer in early, so there's four stages of lung cancer. Stage four is the most advanced, considered not really curable, but we can palliate patients with stage four lung cancer. Stage one, two, and some threes, we still go after cures for these patients. And if it's found early, if it's a very small nodule with no lymph node spread and no other spread, it is. Uh, we often will be able to cure them with surgery. Wow, that's amazing. So tell us some of the treatment options. You mentioned surgery. Does this usually also involve chemotherapy, radiation? When it's the lungs, people get, you know, a little bit more wary of these type of treatments. Tell us how these treatments affect the lungs. Well, there's several options for patients who are diagnosed with lung cancer, and that's the, the big thing. I always tell my patients the first thing we need to figure out is where, what are we dealing with, how advanced is it, and then we, can, then we can really sit down and go through all the options that they have. And I know it's very hard to hear. I've had uh, my own family members diagnosed with cancer, and the first thing you hear is that word, and you, it's really hard to focus on anything else. The best thing you can do when you get a diagnosis is to really figure out where do you fit in and what are your, what are your treatment options. There are several options for patients with lung cancer. Surgery is for uh, relatively early stage lung cancer, one, stage one, stage two, and some stage 3A lung cancers. There's other new option is a radiofrequency ablation, also called stereotactic radiation. It's a type of very focused beam radiation treatment, and that's been very successful and is relatively new um, in the in the armamentarium of what we can use to treat lung cancer with. There's also standard radiation and chemotherapy, and um, and then finally there's these there's targeted therapies that are very specific for the type of cancer you have. I think the big thing is to get in with a group that's multidisciplinary and can really approach you based on what is the best plan, individualized plan for you if you have lung cancer because it can really vary based on, one, what you want, two, what your health is, how good your health is, and three, what options are available at the institution that you're being seen at. Give us a little advice about some of the lifestyle things. If somebody is diagnosed with lung cancer, Dr. Law, Coping with some of the symptoms, shortness of breath, can be very scary. Give us some of your best advice on dealing with some of those things at home. 
Yeah, I think that is really hard. Uh, you know, it's a, it's very it's a very difficult time, and often these patients are still smokers, and then they're you know, everyone tells them you know you really need to quit smoking. It's a very stressful time. I, I always I will tell you that my own father um, smoked until the day he died, and I'm a thoracic surgeon, so I do understand just the, what a habit um, and how addictive tobacco is to um, to my patients and to people in general. So I think the first thing is to recognize a lot of these patients are already very short of breath. Some of them are on oxygen. But to really just take a step back and, you know, it's not always that the lung cancer itself is causing additional symptoms. It's really just the stress of knowing you have this diagnosis and how it's going to be treated. So, again, I think I really tell patients is we got to, we gotta, you know, it's going to take some time to put together your treatment plan, and we need to just be very thoughtful about that. So tell, in just the last minute, tell the listeners why patients should choose UVA for their lung cancer treatment. Well, I think UVA has a lot of options that, that other places also um, do have, but that are unique, that are, that are fairly unique. One, we are a big um, multidisciplinary group. There are three thoracic surgeons at, uni- at the University of Virginia, which is a very large group of thoracic surgeons. And we all communicate with each other. We discuss cases together. We have conferences where we meet and discuss, you know, various options. What would you do? How would you handle this? We also have uh, three um, thoracic oncologists that all they do is thoracic surgery. That's all. That's the only type of chemotherapy that they actually provide. They're experts in specifically in lung and esophageal cancer. We also have a radiation um, oncology program that's very specific for lung cancer. We have nurses that that's all they work on are patients who have lung cancer. And so I think I think the big thing for us that we have that's very unique is that we have a multidisciplinary group. We also, I actually go over to Augusta, and we, so we also have um, collaborations with the community hospitals as well. So we have the option to um, do some things over at Augusta Hospital and also over at UVA. So I think we have a outreach, um, a pretty big, broad gra- uh, group of, uh, or area that we can cover. Um, I think the biggest thing is that we're also affiliated with a, with a major cancer center. And so we have all the resources that are offered from the cancer center. So big clinical trials. So there's a lot of clinical trials that are, that are coming out that we can offer, you know, that other centers just don't have the ability to because we are affiliated with such a, um, a top, a top notch, uh, cancer center. Thank you so much, Dr. Christine Law. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. This is Melanie Cole. Have a great day.